take a ride on the MCT. Funko Pop. Hey guys, do you want to go to Lambert's? <laughs> Big Ben. I'm married to the Huntress. J Money. Just pop the mic money. It's time for the MCT. Ladies and guys, guys and ladies. All right, guys. Brand new song. Were you feeling the vibes on that one? Modern Christian dudes all across the world. That's the new hit song. I felt it. Yeah, I, I was feel feeling it too. I felt I, it. It made me want to go drive in a in a uh, in a uh, old Ford pickup truck truck out in the country with Kid Rock. We felt that had you know a little bit of the the Southwest Missouri vibe going on. Yeah, we're we're not quite Southern folk here in Southwest Missouri, but we're, we're you get kind of close it's, a little it, no, bit. No, it's it's south of the Mason Dixon line. <laughs> Okay, so we're in the South, y'all. Yeah. Yep. Um, Sweet tea. Praise God. Hey, guys, we're dudes talking news, sports, God, each and every week. And so we're going to get after it here. Finally, we are in the NFL playoff season. Yep. And so let's just get after that right away. All of my picks were right up to last night, but let's review. All of them right up to last night, huh? Yes. Let's see. Officially eliminated from the playoffs. We got the Raiders. Hang on, I got it on the other side. The Raiders. The Patriots, the Eagles, the Steelers, and the Cards. I saw. Okay. I say the Raiders saw that one coming. And the Cowboys. Which means who who won the game? So Raiders uh, got beat by. Yep, Raiders got beat by the Bengals. Oh, do you have our picks right there? I picked the Bengals. My dark no, horse. Yep, I, I figured. I figured since we're out of the wild card weekend, we'll just go ahead and uh, I'm gonna initial our initials next to each game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So let's hear. Bengals won. Buffalo Bills won. Uh, Kansas City won, 49ers won, uh, uh, Rams won, and Tampa Bay won. Okay, let's make a note on each one real quick. The Bengals, the hot, again, I feel the hot team. Joe Burrow, their quarterback. I don't, I don't, I'm not convinced, I'm not convinced because their, their, their ability to, to make points in the red zone is kind of low. Okay. That's what they're talking about uh, this, True. This yesterday morning. I think there's something in the psyche, though, that happens if you get that playoff dub. Yeah. And so here's the comparison between, which we'll get to in a second, but to get that, that dub for Joe Burrow yeah. is going to elevate that confidence. Uh, Chad, uh, oh, my goodness, I forgot, for the New England's Patriot mm-hmm. quarterback. Yeah, yeah, Mac yeah. Jones, excuse yep. me. The, the killer loss, that could yeah. be damaging towards the psyche. But yeah. the Bengals, uh, and they will not have a home game next week. So that was a home game, right? Yeah. And, and it, now they're moving well, they, on to. Actually, they, they said that they, they broke the record of the amount of oh. people in that stadium. So they said that was a big factor on on some of the plays that there's offsides on the defense and stuff. Yeah. So happy for the Bengals. That, yeah, I mean, I'm happy yeah. for fans them. that I'm, are that yeah. void of winning. I'm still, yeah, I'm still not convinced though. It, Mainly because they can't convert in in the red zone, right? And their their defensive line has injuries. And the last time the Bengals so, made the Super Bowl was uh, back when they played the 49ers, right? It's, it's been a while. I was a uh, ba- I was in, in basic training in the army when they went to the Super Bowl last yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. What, what year was that? Uh, what it was the '88 season. I wasn't born yet. So it was uh, <laughs> it was the. It was uh, whenever like in the January, whatever the Super Bowl it was yeah. in '89. I was in basic training. The Darrell Sarton was a Cincinnati fan. Uh, okay, and so we had a push-up bet going. Uh, on. So if the Bengals, if the Bengals won, I mean, obviously the platoon would have to go out and do about God knows how many push-ups. Yeah. And then if the 49ers won, then the then the Darrell Sergeant would have to go out there and smack out a bunch of push-ups. Well, yeah. 
And we were, and they actually let us watch the game. I mean, it's really rare that in basic training they actually let you do, you know. Right. Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were all in the well, TV. Well, they do now. Yeah. You so can we have were, your phone now in basic. Oh, right. Yeah, it was, it was a lot different than when I was in. <laughs> but we were all in the TV room, and you could tell that Drossard was like, he was not in good mood. He was like, he, his mood was like, at the end of the game, he's like, yeah. he just like, he's like, I'll see you all tomorrow morning. And if you, if you were <laughs> alive then, uh, one of the big deals of that season was Icky Woods. They had a running back named oh, Icky yeah, Woods, Icky, Icky Shuffle. And he, he was there pregame that. getting the crowd hype with the Icky Shuffle. Okay, was he well, there this weekend? All right, let's go uh, the Bills. The Bills won this weekend. Yeah. But, uh, oh, and, and they had a record, too, the, mo- the perfect game, offensive yep, game. Yep. It looked, they looked good. Uh, I don't know. We'll see if they go against a, a better team. Chiefs next week. <laughs> yeah, it'll be an interesting game. Uh, if you want to jump down to the Chiefs, what an impressive slaughter <laughs> of, of uh, the Steelers and yeah. Big Ben. Big Ben, possibly Come his on, last Big game. Come on, Big Ben. Possibly yeah, his I last game, his which game. is sad. You know, he's he's one of the staples in the NFL. See, yeah. it's it's interesting with the NFL for me because so this is we're getting like we're in the stage now of where everything's kind of getting over. Like we've got new faces now. For me, this is the first. Uh, you know, cycle that you know, Big Ben and then Tom Brady's kind of the last holdout. So yeah, yeah. you feel you feel old. I believe this is one of the old. When you feel old, is when your childhood and or teenage favorite athletes retire. Yeah, like when yeah. Shaq yeah. retired, that was <laughs> such a big deal for yeah. me. Like, yeah. whoa, I yeah. feel old now because that's like my childhood. Yeah, Jason Kevin Garnett. Jason Witten was the one for me. I think Jason when Jason Jason Witten retired and then. Yeah, it was kind of a. I was like, oh wow, this is my first cycle that I'm actually that I actually remember. That. You see, so, here, here's how it goes. Youth, youth. Obviously, when you're you're young, they're a quarterback. When you get to mid age, they're a commentator. Yeah. And then when you're old, like really old, <laughs> yeah. yep. Then when you're really old, your favorite quarterbacks are like spokesmen for ARP or Life yeah. Alert. <laughs> yeah, okay, I who guess else? That's yeah. for me. But who else did we have there? Working in order, next bracket over kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, We're kind of going all over the place. Let's yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, let's here. let's get a little more structure. Uh, you just want to go to the, ne- the next games, or how do you want to do that? Yeah, yeah, just walk down the bracket. So the okay. Bengals are going to play. The Bengals are going to play Tennessee Titans. Okay. Who have had a ha- had a bye week. So in, in, my, in my professional opinion, that's not necessarily a good thing. I think sitting out a week is not good, in my opinion. And I am riding the Bengals next week. You're riding Bengals? Okay. Yes. So we're gonna put, That's my dark horse. We're going to put okay. J Money down there for Cincinnati. Oh, gosh. How do you feel? I, I think I'm going to go to Cincinnati. You're going I may Greg Walden. I may buy more words, but I'm going to Cincinnati. Just for a source of conflict, I'm going to go with Tennessee. Yeah, I, think, I do think Tennessee will win, but to yeah. win a bracket, you have to get that upset. Yep. Correct. Okay, so Buffalo Bills are going to play Kansas City. Oh Lord, that's going to be a hard one. I I don't know. I see. They say that the Bills haven't really played anybody yet. So True. I'm picking the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs as my pick. Okay, but so, that's the toss-up game. That's the game of the week. That's the big one. Yep. Greg I, Walden. I'm. You're a Chiefs fan. You better pick Chiefs. I. I Do you want to be right or you want to go with your team? <laughs> I'm gonna pick the Bills. Oh, he's picking the Bills. I'm gonna pick the Bills. Sorry, I just reverse psychology. Uh, right? Yeah, pick yes, the opposite see. team. I'm, yep. Okay, I'm with gonna, the belief that if you pick the opposite team, that your team's going to win. Okay, okay. I'm going to go. Oh, man, I'm going to go Chiefs. I'm going to go Chiefs just because so I get to play. Feel, I'm doing that reverse psychology thing. Yep. Okay. Next on the other side, we got Green Bay versus San Francisco. I'm going to pick Green Bay on that one. Green Bay. Green yeah. Bay. The, the the big thing with that is that Joe, uh, Bosa, their their premier. 
defensive lineman injured. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's I always, that's always, be that's always, game, that's, always so. the, that's always the postseason, though. Who's injured? You know, they can look yeah. great during the regular season, but if they have multiple injuries, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has a, a pinky toe. I think they said that he's going to be better. You're playing in Green Bay. It's going to be cold. Yeah. San Francisco, nice weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm picking the pack. I'm going to pick Packers, too, actually. All right. Hey, you're picking pack? Yes, sir. Okay. We have a unanimous. What about you, Mike? That's a unanimous MCD. See, next we have Los Angeles Rams and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, and see, that's where I lost Tampa points. Bay. I picked the Cardinals last night, so I'm out on that one. Okay. okay. In terms of, well, I'm not well, out. I picked the Bucks going through. Okay. Yeah. I, well, I'm going to pick Bucks because I never betted against Tom Brady. So I'm, as I'm picking much, Bucks Brady. As much as I hate him. So we're all, it's unanimous on that one. So. And Tom Brady votes for the Buccaneers, too. Yeah. Do you want to, you want to, <laughs> okay. Do you want to keep it there or you want to? We got one more, don't we? Or that's it? No, that's that's the game. The, okay. The four games. Let's uh, see what else I got. Getting down to then. All uh, right. One, one big win uh, for the Patriots. Yes, they lost, but they were talking uh, about how in one year, uh, in one rebuilding year, they go and make it to the postseason with a, a rookie quarterback. Do you think it's a real deal? Do you think they're – Bill Belichick, absolute genius in my opinion. He, they say he's going to be back. A lot mm-hmm. of people saying – Brady's winning the divorce so far, though. He's yeah. got the chip. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Although I didn't realize that. Uh, so they won six Super Bowls together. Tom Brady has seven. Yep. Bill Belichick has two as a coordinator. So technically, right, he's got Bill more. Belichick has more rings than right. TB12 over there, Tom Brady. But Yeah. Well, <clears throat> what do you think? Do you think – th- how do you think the Patriots going to be next year? I, I don't know. That's we'll see. Know. We'll see. Yeah, I, I think it's too early. Raiders. You want to talk about Raiders. Oh. I think they, so. They say that uh, they they just got rid of their GM this week too. They the fired Raiders their coach fired earlier their, yeah. this year due to some racial yeah emails from in the and past. So they got they got rid of their manager yesterday. Um, let's see what else I got written down here. I've got the officiating. I, in in my opinion, two pretty big mistakes this weekend. <laughs> Uh, we'll go. We'll go to the Bengals <laughs> first. We'll go to the Bengals first. Yeah. The the whistle blow. On a, on a TD touchdown, uh, on a TD pass. So, did you see that? Have you guys seen this? Yeah. So, uh, Bengals are down in the red zone. Uh, they go and throw, they throw the ball. And right before he throws the ball, an official blew his whistle, which per rules says that the it's dead. Play is dead. Okay. So, the pa- he passes the ball into the end zone, touchdown, Referees come back together and then they they claim that it is a touchdown. So it's big controversy. So yeah, with what, the the phantom so, whistle. Right. Technically, they yeah. they are saying that <laughs> uh, that it should have been dead and that touchdown shouldn't have counted because that's per rules. But the question is, why did the guy blow his exactly, whistle? I mean, exactly. I, mean, I love if you go uh, watch the interview of Joe Burrow afterwards. He's like, hey. "Do you did you hear a whistle?" He's like, "No." I, yep. <laughs> I didn't hear a whistle. <laughs> of course, you did. he's like totally yeah. lying. It's okay, totally I thought a fan lying. was like, I thought a fan was like rooting for me or something. Yeah, and I want to go to uh, the Mac Daddy of mistakes this weekend. Uh, per McCarty, <laughs> <laughs> per McCarty is the the end of the Dallas football game uh, against the 49ers. Uh, Dak Prescott does a scramble for a first down for whatever reason. Terrible yeah. idea, in my opinion, and. He at uh, least should have got down earlier. 
It's I don't know. I don't or, know. But I McCarthy don't, defends it. They're yeah. they're defending it. Okay. The, McCarthy said, "Well, I'd rather throw a a streak or yeah, uh, I, than a hail mary." I, I rewatched that the end of that game multiple times just to kind of see what the time was like, and so that so center puts the ball down. You were with, watching that game. I was. Uh, that no, church, weren't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> he is on staff yeah. at the church. <laughs> great example. Uh, uh, so ball is, is is placed down by the center with seven seconds. Okay. Okay. The uh, the official comes up and put and basically pushes Dak Prescott into the center, like shoves him out of the way, grabs the ball. Keep push, in mind they were in the, his way. Push it. They... <laughs> They, he pushes the ball back a yard and then changes his mind and pulls it back up a yard. Yeah. And because of that, they're not able to snap the ball and spike it. Yeah. So that's, that was wrong. Okay, it, here's the reverse. That was wrong. I here's the reverse argument, though. The reverse argument is, is that it's their fault because they tried to get lined up and place the ball themselves. They should know... They right. cannot place the ball. Yeah. They should know the ref has to touch it. Right. They should know that, like, where's the ref at? And we better get out of the way yeah. so that we can let him place so the it's ball. So it's still the, the it's ref's, everyone's it's fault, still really. the ref's fault yeah. because he wasn't there and ready. He was like. that. Yeah, that is true. They're saying, like, he, he was. He hesitated. He was, he was just like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, I, honestly, it, it, this shouldn't even be a factor. If we're gonna get down to the nitty gritty, and I'm <laughs> listen, I'm a Cowboys fan. They played terrible. They should they, 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 they like to sit there and say that 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 if they would have spiked the ball and had at least one second left on the field on on to play, then you know that that shouldn't have even been a factor. That it you know they should have won the game because they won the game, right? They shouldn't yeah. have been that close, in my opinion. But. Yeah, it is what it is. Well, the only thing is, if you have to depend on the ref to win the game, you got to question how you're playing the game. Yeah, exactly. And that's and that's the point I'm getting at. It's like, well, Cowboys didn't really, honestly, didn't really deserve to win that game. Now, I was was I hopeful? Yes, I'm a Cowboys fan, but it you see been, them? It would have been yeah. spectacular. Yes, everybody would be talking about it, how awesome it was. But reality is, is that you see the media is jumping on the Cowboys. I was watching, looking on Facebook, scrolling through there, and they were talking like all these, you know, not not well known quarterbacks. Who have more postseason wins since 1995 than the Cowboys? Mm. And I'm like, that's bad, man. Yeah. They were just, they were just dogging on them, on them. like, man, poor guys. Well, I think, I think the reality, and I think this is pretty common across all Cowboys fans. The Joneses need to step aside. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the deal. It is, and I, I think Jerry's kind of in this desperate moment where he's like, I gotta, I gotta get another Super Bowl win before I die. <laughs> You know, and and the problem is, is I think his son's just going to take over when Jerry's do, Jerry's do gone. The same thing, and do the same exact thing. <laughs> I remember, I said, yeah. man, they were a good team back in the early nineties. Man, they were the oh, team. Yeah. They were the team. 96. 20, 26 years yes. since they've ninety six, nineteen ninety six. Other note, we'll move on from that one. Yep. But I, I I was listening to the Pat McAfee sports show. I don't know if I recommend that one or not, but I just happened to catch it on my YouTube. 
how is it that technology is getting better and the refs are getting worse? Yeah, I have no right? idea. So I don't, I don't know how you get that balance. Well, like, I think because there's there's camp. I mean, now they're well, so that, exposed. Maybe that's maybe that's the issue. <laughs> that every, everything is watched and combed with a fine tooth comb. You know, you can tell yeah. whether or not a ref made a mistake. We're back in yeah. the day. Everything was blurry and you couldn't really tell. And you just trusted that the officials were doing it right. Yeah. So I remember but, the good old cowboy days. The best cowboy ever. Leon Lit. <laughs> All right, let's move on. There's our okay. football talk. Yeah, but uh, picks. But my picks I, are. I have. I have one more. One more thing. Oh, okay, sir. Super Bowl coming up. Yes. Okay. We're gonna have a Super Bowl party here at the church. Woo. Uh, all all MCD is invited. It's right? Dr. Dre. We're definitely going to... We normally don't watch the halftime show. This year, we're going to play it. No. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I have to shut it off. But all right. I figured we would get our, our top, top snacks for the Super Bowl. What What is your go-to snack for Super Bowl? Definitely oh. love uh, Little Smokies. Little Smokies? In, just in a pot. Yep. The, what you call it? The, the yeah, heating. Yeah. With crock the barbecue pot, sauce. Pot. The crock yeah. Little Smokies crock pot with um, barbecue sauce. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah. Secondly, nothing like just the block of Velveeta cheese. Oh, yeah. Melt pound it of, down. Pound of hamburger, jar of salsa, melt it down, mix it. Ooh. Boom. Nice. Greg Walden. Oh. I just more of my Cheetos. Uh, Cheetos? Cheetos? That's it? That's Cheetos. all you got? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm boring. <laughs> the hunt, the Huntress. Flaming hot or uh, regular? Flaming hot. My, okay, my wife, the Huntress, makes a uh, buffalo chicken dip. It's like mm. cheese, buffalo sauce, and like, and like shredded chicken. Super. Oh, and it's also it also has a uh, uh, cream cheese in it too. It's super good. So I'm sure in that in that scenario, you're probably like, "There's nothing." I love watching you kill chickens. Exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> nothing like when you rip the head off that chicken, Huntress. <laughs> oh yeah, she takes care of me. All right. Yep, that's nice. football this week. I know we we've been talking about football for the last three. I think it's that time of year. It is that friend. time of year. Yeah. It's exciting. So, how about you, Funko Pro? What's going on over there in your world? All right. So, I actually did my homework for a change. Yep. Um, Shocking. Yeah. No. <laughs> I usually don't. I usually kind of just. MCD. You know, MCD is evolving. Yeah. I usually just kind of wing it, but I actually did my homework today. So, all right. So, I would think this is more of an MCD kind of a public service announcement on the tech side. Uh, for, uh, there's a new scam, uh, social uh, social engineering scam going on Facebook and probably other social media. Uh, you guys want to take a look at for the police are actually aware of this and are actually uh, warning people about the Facebook quizzes uh, out there that could potentially get your identity stolen. Uh, you'll see. I've actually I've actually seen those quizzes. Yeah, I have too. Uh, asking what your favorite color is or who's your high school mascot on know. Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so. Obviously, people think they're innocent, so they'll answer them, but they're not realizing that these are actually common security questions that, you know, when you forget your password, uh, you go on the site, and they'll, they'll, they'll use yes. those answers to try to get your password. Yeah. You know, what, was Ooh, the name, what was the name of your first dog? <laughs> Roadkill. He got killed yeah. by car. <laughs> Sorry. That's sad. So, no, I... Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of security, security risks. And it's we're getting to an interesting stage, though. Because technology is so far advanced, and now we're, we're we've got that generation that has no idea what they're doing, right? I've even had family members that have have had their information taken. You know, it's like yeah. you get an email that says, "Oh, this is from Amazon. Uh, yeah. We need you. We need you to take action on this because blah blah blah." And then you click on that link, and it takes you to what what is seemingly like 
an, an Amazon page mm-hmm. and then it asks you for your email and your password. Well, bam, they have your email and their right. your password. So when you're out there on the internet, make sure that if you get an email from, <laughs> from some website, yeah. don't click the link, go to the website, like go to Amazon, okay, log into your Amazon and, and check and see what, what's going on. Yep. So most of them are scams. Yep, they are. Wow. All right, cool. Yep. Anything else there, Funko Pro? Um, do we mention about uh, Mahomes asking for uh, Ben's yes. jersey? We didn't. We didn't talk about it. But okay. So after the game, the Chiefs uh, bouncing uh, back to some NFL talking. Sorry, yep. sorry. I I know structure. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, so Patrick Mahomes after the game asked for uh, asked for Ben's uh, jersey. Yep. Of course, obviously, it's not a bad there. idea. Yeah. Last his last game jersey. He's not going to give that to you. No, like that's that's highly inappropriate, Patrick mm. Mahomes. I know you're listening, <laughs> but I guess they reported that he that uh, Ben Roethlisberger said, "I'll get you, I'll get you a a, a jersey." And he also asked Mahomes for his, so they're going to do a swappy. Okay, it's a common practice. I mean, it's yeah. not unordinary, but well, the thinking I mean, being this is Ben, Roethlis- last ben Roethlisberger has last game jersey has so many uh, losing game jerseys over the last couple of years that <laughs> I'm sure he's got plenty to, to choose yep. from. There you go. Well, we'll get into some spiritual talk in just a, just a moment here. But the couple that I have is um, a couple interesting ones, kind of YouTube. Again, I operate a lot and live in the YouTube world. My favorite thing in the entire world, YouTube. Okay, so YouTube, uh, one video just celebrated it. If I'm saying this right, the first YouTube video to 10 billion views. Ooh, wow. 10 billion views. It wasn't that guy at the Take zoo. Take a guess. Which video? PewDiePie something. It was a 10 billion. It was a tech video. Is it Friday? Rebecca Black, Friday? <sighs> no, <laughs> but uh, maybe along that lines, think of something that every, it's a song. Everyone okay. could sing. Baby Shark, do do do. From kids. It's Baby Shark. That is correct. Oh, Baby no. Shark has <laughs> surpassed, as of Friday morning, the video racked up an additional 8.7, uh, yeah, 8.7 million that views. Song. Hang on. Let's <laughs> no, no. Okay, Don't. so we're gonna lose it. So we're since it crossed ten billion, so it's at ten billion, eight million, seven hundred thousand. That's ten serious. billion views on YouTube. That song That's will ten million. Haunt your haunt your brain for for hours. My phone doesn't even go to billion; it only goes up to <laughs> the hundreds of thousands. So, so let's see here: hundred thousand. My my grandkids Amazing. like that song. My grandkids love that song. Multiply that by five dollars, five hundred thousand. Multiply that by ten. That's almost five million dollars that that person's made on that video. On that video, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, <laughs> Baby Shark. Oh yeah. my, we gosh. all love it. Come on, I hate that me. song. I hate it. <laughs> it's annoying. Good night. I can't believe it. Yeah. Why our, did it have to be that one? <laughs> I, that could, uh, that's better than a PewDiePie video. That's better than a lot of things. This I would watch. True. I would have watched PewDiePie over Baby Shark. I can't stand Baby Shark. Mr. Beast and Mr. Beast yeah. just crushing the game. Yeah, he, he is. is. He he. Um, I don't have the article right in front of me. He was, I think, the top influencer of the year, making like fifty million dollars. I think he yeah, made like 15, fifteen. Yeah, fifteen million. I oh, think fifty. Oh, 50? 50, yeah. Is it the okay. 45, 50? We could verify that, but just making all kinds of money. There's actually um, a huge scam going around with him. Uh, somebody is running ads 
with a picture of Mr. Beast on it saying, I want to give you uh, $750. Click on this link and put in your information. Nice. Terrible idea. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, next up, uh, I found this article. It says, former SpaceX engineer says his pizza-making robot located across the road from Elon Musk's HQ sprayed cheese everywhere (laughs) during testing. I heard about this. A former SpaceX engineer said his new robot that makes a pizza every 45 seconds sprayed cheese everywhere when it was first built. (laughs) Benson Tasai, who worked at Elon Musk's space company for five years, said in an interview with Insider that he's faced a number of failures while launching his culinary startup, Stellar Pizza. (laughs) Check that out. With two other ex-SpaceX engineers. One of the failures happened three years ago when the pizza-making robot dumped melted cheese everywhere during testing, Desai said. Stellar Pizza's robot was attempting to make a cheese pizza, but the robot's motor started spinning the wrong way, (laughs) pulled the cheese off the pizza, and onto the automated peel, which slides the pizza in and out of the machine. The cheese went in all the wrong places. The company figured out that there was a bug in the robot system, which caused the cheese's cheese explosion. It's funny, but it's all part of the design process. While we don't like wasting cheese, it should should never waste cheese. An event like this is a great learning opportunity for our team. It was much cheaper than crashing a rocket to gain insight into our machine. So uh, Stellar Pizza's making robot fits into the back of a truck, which is parked across the street from SpaceX's headquarters in California. According to Society's... Okay, so so what what I got from this story is that you're telling me in the future, pizza, you're going to order a pizza. You're going to order pizza, and the delivery driver... Is going to drive to your house, and as they are driving to your house, oh, the pizza is being go. made, so it well, will be fresh, fresh, fresh at your door. Great point. I have not yeah. seen that, but Domino's already has the oh yeah, yeah self-driving yeah. pizza car. Yeah, that's true, but I haven't seen that yet. Wow, on the road, but what a time to be alive! That is right. So now I saw that story. Was that a slight against uh, Elon, where it says at least these are you know our rockets are you know like our rockets crashing? I don't think that was a slight. I think he was because okay. he was an engineer. Okay. They're saying like, hey. Oh, uh, this is better than when like when we you, mess up a rocket. <laughs> did you did you see what they're doing with the Starship? How how they're gonna re- return those rockets? So you know the the big issue with their their Starship rockets is the landing. They're having a lot of issues because it's so big and so heavy that it can't do the vertical landing as easy easily. Right? Okay. Elon earlier, I think last year, their one of their Starship rockets blew up, which is. I'm sure billions of dollars down the drain, but yeah. so they their 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 launch tower for their Starship, they're engineering it to catch the Starship instead instead of the the Starship actually landing vertically, it's going to come down vertically, and the and the launch tower is going to to catch it. Now, there's a lot of people out there that are speculating and making up models of how maybe they're going to be doing it. But it's called chopsticks or something like that. Okay. So it's going to, like like Mr. Miyagi catch the fly out of the air, only it's going to be the starship. Oh, so it's going to be a couple of arms with those, some like grapples, yes. and it just yes. kind of grabs a hold of so it. So Elon, Elon just shared a, a video of it on, on Twitter a couple of days ago of, the, of their work that they've done, drone footage. So everybody's trying to figure it out. So there's hundreds of people that have made up little models and stuff, what they think it's going to do. And then it Elon's, could be feasible. Been, could be feasible. Elon's been commenting on them. So yeah. hmm. interesting. What a time to be alive. 
<clears throat> a robot that makes pizza. <laughs> yeah. we have I'm trying to figure out how to, I'm looking online, star- I'm trying to figure out how I can buy into Stellar have, Pizza. Yeah, I think that's an idea ships. that could work, but yeah. I'm not finding so it. They bummer. might not be traded publicly yet. Well, that's going to be a bummer for people who want a free pizza if it's delivered over 30 minutes you know, late. Yeah. Yep. All right. So there we go, guys. Hey, we're doing one thing in our local church. It's called Reading Your Bible in One Year, the One Year Bible Challenge. It's basically taking on the task of doing that. You know, a lot of people, you know, have never read through the entire Bible or maybe have before, but trying to establish that discipline in our life of reading the Bible every day. And, and so talk to me a little bit about that, guys, and some spiritual lessons you've been learning this year as you have gotten in the Word. Yeah, so I've been, since I've been reading through, I mean, obviously you start in Genesis and Exodus, right? And uh, one of the things, I, I kind of hit this on Sunday a little bit. Uh, one of the things that I've gotten out of it is, is, you know, it going going to most of the stories uh, are, are around there was one righteous man, right, on earth. So Noah was the last righteous man on earth, so he, he built the boat, right? A lot last righteous man, you know, God pulled him out of there before Sodom and Gomorrah. But, you know, trying to get to a place with God. And, and I think, I think this year for me, uh, the, the one word that's being spoken to me is, is growth. Now growth, you know, in my spiritual walk in my relationship with God, uh, I think growth within our church, um, taking steps for that and, you know, and, and trying to become, somebody, you know, would I be the one to build the boat, right? Would God ask me to be the one to build the boat? And so my, my effort this year is to, uh, to become more righteous than the two of you. So if, (laughs) if something were to happen, God would ask me, not you, (laughs) Greg. Okay. Um, I guess I bought that, that book. I, I like, I really like that, that, that book. Yeah, the recap. Yeah, the recap. Bible yeah, recap. I really love it because yeah, me too. Because Just Google, it, yeah, or you yeah. can go to Amazon. Amazon yeah. enter the Bible recap. Yeah. Great little handy tool. So yeah. I actually went and, and and started on that book. I mean, I, I did some on the on the on the plan, but then I said, "Well, I'll just go do the book. Start go do. I'll go through the book and do the chronological." Um, so did, we did uh, Genesis one through three yesterday. I was reading mm-hmm. that and 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 uh, I was reading the. Of course, I read the Genesis one through three. Then I did. Then I read. The the, the 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 recap yep. section about that yeah and what what really struck out as me is like it said that God didn't say if you eat of the fruit mm-hmm. he said the day you eat of the fruit like he knew it was going to happen right and then it was like whoa you know he didn't really oh. think he didn't really think about that it's like yeah you always thought they were creating and yeah. you know the and then they ate the fruit and then like but when God knew ahead of time that they were going to eat, eat it because he didn't say if yeah. you eat the fruit. It's like the day you eat, the day you eat of the fruit. Yeah. So he knew they were going to do it. So that kind of brings up a obviously a question. It's like then why you know it's like I mean I'm mean, there's probably a lot of questions people ask like yeah okay if, if God knew they were going to eat you know the, you know if God put put everything there he already, he planned before the before the before you put man that Jesus was going to come down and pay for sin he, you know that yeah. was plan A yeah people act like it was plan B or plan C but Jesus coming to the yeah. cross was plan A. Yeah, I'm like, whoa! That, I mean, that just boggles your mind. You know? Wow, that is. Yeah, and I, another perspective too. Uh, when it talks about when God placed the cherubim uh, to guard the tree of life, you know, and and getting that perspective, and I, and I guess it's just not something that I ever 
you know, thought of or, or got out of reading. But if, if, uh, if Adam, so after the fall was in sin, if they had eaten of the tree of life, then they would have lived forever in sin. Yeah. That was an interesting perspective that I got. I think I got that from the Bible, uh, from the Bible project. I mean, it says in Genesis, we need to keep them from eating the tree that lest they live forever. I mean, God even said that if, if we need to keep them from eating the tree of life, lest yep. they lest they live forever. Yep, in sin. Yeah, they would have been right. in sin because they, right. you know, that. And uh, so as I was going through, I mean, obviously the subject of prayer came up. I mean, one of the things about praying, and so I mean, I did post something on Facebook yesterday, but but the prayer is like you know in twenty twenty two, and we you know I don't want anybody to miss like I said, don't want anybody to miss. Is we well if you took all the prayers, and this is something that came you know came to my was was I was, uh, it was a uh, meditating on what, what prayer you know prayers and stuff is that if you take all the prayers that everybody submits around the world nation whatever, and how you know you take the percentage of that are actually me centered versus how many were God centered, and you take the per- percentage of both which you know yeah. what what would you think the God the percentage of people who are actually seeking you know want to do God stuff. Versus the people who want it for me, and again, there's nothing wrong with. I mean, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with, you know, saying you know, pray for my needs. Right. Man. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm trying to I'm not yeah. trying to trying to apply that. I'm just saying, you know, as our main focus is, do we want to? Are we seeking God first, or are we just seeking, yeah. seeking you know, what we want? Yeah. And you know, so I'm, I mean, me included myself into it because I mean, we all been guilty of it. Yeah. And so, and so I, I this year I'm, I want to, like I say, for me, even for myself, it's like I want to. To be more, I want my prayers to be more God centered. You yeah, know? I, want, I want to find out what God wants for me, what God is planning for me. You know, to, to open up, you know, to grow and seek Him more, and yeah. and, and 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 that kind of grow and grow in twenty twenty two further than yeah, you know, yeah, ever before. That brings up a one of the things that I've been talking with with the youth is is that you know you've got you've got two things you've got you've got symptoms and you've got problems. Problems are things that you can't change, like they're like they're you can't do any like you can't do anything to prevent them right whereas symptoms are things that are preventable and they're the outcome of your mm-hmm. lack of planning or your lack of you know whatever it is and i think with the with the me prayers a lot of times they're symptoms of you know maybe we made unwise decisions and you know th- some of the outcomes are you know things that we need to go to god about you know yeah. it's just preventative and talking about uh, so with the youth on Sundays, we're going through the book of Proverbs and uh, the first couple of books of Proverbs, book of Proverbs is, is about wisdom. Use wise decisions, seek God for wisdom. Don't lean into your own understanding, you know, and making those wise decisions. So you don't have a negative outcome and talking about how, you know, when you make wise decisions, obviously, you know, like per- giving uh, an example, you know, smoking, you know, if you smoke for, 30 years, you end up with lung cancer and then you're praying to God, God, you just take this cancer away from my body. You know, that's a symptom of uh, an unwise decision that you've made. Whereas the wise decision would be obviously you don't smoke and then in 20, 30 years, you won't have lung cancer, right? So just making wise decisions and using God's wisdom in your life will prevent a lot of those me prayers, you know? Yeah, it's a good point you make because Sunday school, we was talking about the importance of the Bible and, mm-hmm. and, and so I was talking to kids, like if I was going to make a chocolate cake, would I just go out and just grab random stuff in the, right. in the kitchen and just start throwing it into a, 
into a container and throw it in the oven and think, thinking that there was going to be a perfectly delicious right. chocolate cake come out. No, yep. I had to follow the recipe. Yep. And there's instructions on how to do this. The Bible is God's instructions for us how to live our life. Yep. If we don't live out of the Bible, then the life's going to become a mess. It's like your chocolate yep. cake would be a mess if you yep. try to do it without the recipe. Yeah, and, that's a, and that's the thing, too, is telling them, like, like this is the instruction book. You, know, you, you apply these things to your life and the things that – and it's like – and it, it's it's – Telling them it's like the, the the Bible and and what the Bible tells you to do isn't something God's not commanding you to do it. God gives you an option to choose to choose to make that decision for yourself. Yeah, you know. So you need like I think m- most people need to get a different perspective. It's not a God that's forcing you to be, you know, perfect. It's a, a God that knows what's best for your life and knows the you know like obviously. Uh, you know, lying is it's obviously sin, but it's just not good for you. You know, and not like uh, even if you, if you look at, at Moses's uh, Old Testament law, you know, it's talking talk about mm-hmm. not eating the uh, split hoofed animals or you know anything unclean, like which would you know the the Jews don't don't eat pork, right? Well, pork is notoriously bad for your body. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily that you know it's gonna you know, it's just not healthy for you. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense. You're saying bacon's not healthy for it's you? It's not I, healthy for not you at all. <laughs> I'm sorry, MCD. Yeah. <laughs> the bacon tastes so good. Yeah. Here's why I'd kind of just add and wrap it up for today's show is, um, is God's word is sufficient and it's enough. I was reading in Matthew chapter 12 earlier on this week, and it's uh, interesting. So, let me just read it. Matthew chapter 12, verse 1, it says, About the time Jesus was walking through some grain fields on the Sabbath, his disciples were hungry, so they began breaking off some heads of grain and eating them. But some Pharisees saw them do it and protested, Look, your disciples are breaking the law by harvesting grain on the Sabbath. Jesus said to them, Haven't you read in the scriptures what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He went into the house of God, and he and his companions broke the law by eating the sacred loaves of bread that only the priests are allowed to eat. And haven't you read in the law of Moses that the priest on duty in the temple may work on the Sabbath? I tell you, there is one who is even greater in the temple, but you you would have condemned my innocent disciples if you knew the meaning of the scripture. I want to show you mercy, not offer sacrifice. For the Son of Man is Lord even of the even over the Sabbath. So I was reading through that. I was like, kind of like, so Jesus gets to skirt the rules? Like, you know what I'm saying? In my brain, I'm like, right. Jesus gets to skirt the rules or like call the shots? Yes. But, and, but so as I went into some commentaries, Technically, Jesus wasn't breaking the law. These were all these additives yeah. that yep. they kept adding on top of the law. Yeah. There are all these little nuances, and it's like that's, God that, didn't say that. You added that. Yeah, that's where you get the, the eye for an eye, and if your oxen yeah. is in the in the ditch on the Sabbath, you can't get them out and all that stuff. You know. Yeah. And it, but it's an interesting thing, though, because I think today we get into that same mindset you know, of a religious attitude and religious um, practices like that, like, oh, well, you can't do this because that's yes. not of God. You know, we're, we it's do, like, we do it yeah. today just as much <laughs> as they did it back yeah. then. Yep. You know, and I, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but, you know, like dancing or going to movies or playing uh, card games was not acceptable behavior in the original Assembly of God Church. Mm-hmm. You know, right. are those things sin? You know what I mean? It was like, obviously, watching some movies could be uh, sin- yeah. sinful. Like, you should still, 
vet what you watch, but you know, we can, we can still get in that religious mentality and, and mindset. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I remember back when I first got saved, I mean, we went to a, or uh, we, there was a, a lady in the church had some kind of party or something. So we all went, you know, a lot of people in church went out there, but we were outside listening to Carmen and she comes out and says, turn that off. That's, that's devil music. Yeah. Was this Carmen's. before or after the 1982 Indiana Band State <laughs> Championship? I'm sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, this was in 80, 80, it's 89, because I got saved in, it got saved in 89. Okay. So, yeah, so it was, it was not, it was like, we was at listening to Carmen, and, yeah. and, the, and we thought we were, like, you know, listening to, I can't remember what song it was, but. But uh, he wasn't too happy, but with us listening to Carmen. (laughs) So, yeah, so here's the principle. The principle is, like, we take God's word, then we start adding layers on top of it that are our our own thing. And then before you know it, all that stuff we added on top of it is more important than the actual foundation of what everything is about, which is the word of God. So that's, like, to me, really, as we start reading the Bible in 2022 and i encourage you you don't have to do the one-year bible challenge read the new testament you know establish some kind of goal whatever it might be but then just to simply say that god's word is enough it's sufficient yeah. and we you know we do that sometimes we you know while i'm reading whoever whatever it doesn't matter what popular preacher and we, we we like francis chan it's like yeah. sometimes people end up reading more francis chan book like yeah i read 500 pages of francis chan and i read two chapters of the bible this year you know right. and it's like making sure the word of god is the foundational element of our lives because well, then all the other stuff can become it's it's important to read your bible period even right. even just going to 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 church on sunday you know you you can't and that's and that's the thing humans make mistakes pastors make mistakes right you need to make sure that you're grounded in the word so that whoever's you know preaching or or guiding you is is speaking truth you know it's like it, it you got to you, you can't just you can't just allow, uh, you can't, you can't hold on to the coattails of, of other yeah. people's relationship with God. Right. You need to have your own and well, your own understanding. And, yeah. Right. You gotta know your work. You gotta know your Bible because again, there's, they're all, there are actually also false teachers out there who yeah. will come and sound legit. They'll come out and sound legit. Yeah. And if you don't know your Bible, you can get suckered into that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Joseph Smith. No, sorry. <laughs> Joseph Smith. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, there you your go. brother-in-law <laughs> yeah <laughs> really yeah, it is it is so anyway guys we're just encourage you listen we love talking news sports but the most important thing in our life is god <clears throat> and the word of god that's just got to be like the main you know what do they say keep the main thing the main thing yeah the main thing is god's word and that we uh, uh because if not we get start start straying we get wacky but anyway we encourage you guys thank you so much joining us each and every week so we're dudes talking news sports of god and we will talk to you next time enjoy the new song on the way out all it's time to take a ride on the mct funko pop hey guys do you want to go to lambert's big ben i'm married to the huntress j money just pop the mic money MCD. Ladies and guys, guys and ladies.